Welcome to Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast. And Jim, today we're going to talk about, well, one of our more recent Royal Rumbles, the 2013 Royal Rumble. Yes, we are. And, you know, every time I hear that we're doing a 2010s, I guess you would call it, I'm a little like, uh, all right, let's see how this goes. But we have someone with us. His name is Jay, and it's the first time he's been on a podcast. Jay, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Good. Jay, um, Jay comes to us from what we did as an open call on our social media platforms. A bunch of people uh, applied. Jay was able to meet the time and day of when we're recording. And so there, here he is. And I would like to mention that this probably, it, we're going to do it again. I'm going to guess probably in April or May of this year. Everyone, you have to remember, this is a 40-episode podcast. There's not really any intention of going over that, so spots are limited. With that in mind, Jay, tell us a little bit of your history of your love for pro wrestling, what you've watched in the past, what you're watching now. Give it to us. All right. Well, as you know, my name is Jay. Uh, I've been watching wrestling for the past 20 years. I've been watching wrestling since uh, the peak of the Attitude Era uh, with uh, uh, WWE and WCW and uh, well I first watched it when I was six <laughs> so my favorite wrestler is Stone Cold Steve Austin of course and his rivalry with Vince McMahon <laughs> and, um, and now I've been watching WWE um, Impact New Japan all the recent wrestling uh, stuff and that's all so that's it about me all right, very good, Jay. All right, Bill, let's start things off with what's going on during this time period in the WWE. All right, well, heading into the Royal Rumble, CM Punk has been the WWE champion for well over a year, but he's going to have his toughest challenge at the Royal Rumble when he faces this new up-and-comer called The Rock. I don't, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. He, he seems like he has potential. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Alberto Del Rio recently won the World Heavyweight Championship, beating The Big Show on an episode of SmackDown, back when SmackDown mattered. And AJ Lee is now with Dolph Ziggler after helping Dolph beat John Cena in a ladder match to retain his Money in the Bank contract. Okay, uh, I don't... Again, I went into this... Not really remembering too much of this period. I don't know about either of you two. Like, did you remember, hey, this is what was happening around this time? Uh, not too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I remember was um, John Cena's, uh, like, feud with The Rock, like, over a year that happened. Mm-hmm. Um uh, no, had a, had a once in a lifetime matchup at WrestleMania 28. Uh, so I think that's all I know about this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cause this I drew a blank when we had selected this. Bill, what did you remember? Well, I remember the Punk title run, and and then I remember when he uh, became a heel, and he teamed up with Paul Heyman, and it was just really good stuff. Uh, really good TV at the time. I honestly don't remember Del Rio beating Big Show for the title. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, it happened. That's that's really how I look at it. Um, and then with AJ Lee, I remember like she was the Raw GM at one point, and then like she was with everybody. It seemed like in, in the story. Um. But that's really all that I remember. Mm-hmm. All right. And now, the, to me, I'm really interested in this. Bill, tell us what was going on in other promotions at this time. All right. Well, let's uh, go through quickly our champions going into WWE or going into the Royal Rumble for WWE. Sure. Uh, CM Punk, as I mentioned earlier, goes in as the WWE champion. 
Alberto Del Rio uh, goes into this as the world heavyweight champion. The intercontinental champion going into this event is Wade Barrett. The United States champion going into this event is Antonio Cesaro. I wonder if people still remember the Antonio part. Uh, the, The tag team champions, there were only one tag team champions at this point in time, were Kane and Daniel Bryan. And the Divas champion, yes, the Divas championship existed at this time. The current title holder is Caitlyn. Just you reading all of this is like me remembering, like, I feel like this is the point where I was really starting to be like, I'm not really entertained that much by this product. Right. And it eventually goes the route where I just don't watch um, at all for a while. Um, I, I don't know. All right. What's happening in other promotions? All right. In TNA, Jeff Hardy is their world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. Um, their world tag team champions are Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez. That's a odd pairing. The X Division champion is Rob Van Dam. The Knockouts champion at this time is Tara. The Knockouts tag team champions are Eric Young and ODB. They <laughs> they would wow. they would end up being the last tag team champions of the Knockouts division. And the TNA Legends Global Television King of the Mountain champion. <laughs> because it had all those title change names, is Devon. He's the television champion at this time. Good for Devon. Wait, do, it doesn't it, be, it doesn't become the uh, the grand championship either. No, not yet. Okay. Oh, not yet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, not <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, for Ring of Honor, their world champion is Kevin Steen. Their world tag team champions are the Briscoe Brothers. This is like the third time we've mentioned them since we've gotten to this point in time. And the world television champion is Adam Cole. Okay. Interesting. Out of the three, I I actually think it sounds like it's a good time for Ring of Honor right now. Like, Mm. I'm kind of into hearing that roll call of champions out of the three. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys this, because the one thing that came across to me during this Royal Rumble as a whole, is we're back to the Royal Rumble being an afterthought. Mm-hmm. All right. You mean the, mean, meaning the match itself yeah. takes second place to, um, to like, I don't know. I just see, like, I guess I feel like it's more about Rock and CM Punk rather than the actual Rumble match. Oh, it definitely yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And well, how did you look, Jay? How did you feel about that? Like, are you someone that like feels the Royal Rumble match should always be the thing that's the most important thing of the event, or do you are you like, yeah, it's The Rock, I get it. I mean, you would think that the Royal Rumble would be the last on the card, but since it's uh, Punk versus Rock, and you know The Rock makes the the money, uh, I guess that. Uh, that makes sense for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? Uh, it, it's tough to say because I, I understand uh, I, I understand where Jay is coming from because of the name alone. You know, The Rock is going to be a big name. But at the same time, it is the Royal Rumble. And, you know, it only... Well, at this time, it only happens once a year. So, it's like, yeah, we could go with The Rock, but at the same time, you could also do the Royal Rumble as the main event. It, it, it It's tricky. It is. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about any Rumble stuff that happened before the Rumble match. I was shocked, but there were pre-match interviews. Uh, yeah, I there was one with Dolph early in the show and he tells us what pos- what number he's going to take because No, he was given I thought he was given that number. Uh, he, he was. Oh, he was yeah. given? Okay. Yeah, he was he was, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I remember that promo. And how terrible Big E was in that promo. 
Oh my, how far? I was like, wow. But see, you you say how far has he come? I'm like, oh, that's nice to know that he was equally terrible then as he is now. So I don't exactly. (laughs) And uh, and then I remember Team Hell No had somewhat of a promo, but not really a promo. Um, after their tag title match. Mm-hmm. And Vicky gave them both envelopes with numbers. Okay. But what I was more talking about was there's a section where they kind of do one after the other, sort of reminiscent of the old school 80s and early 90s. Oh, man. I I honestly don't remember that. Oh, are you serious? Because, like... Wade Barrett, and during his promo, claims to have restored credibility to the Intercontinental title. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and also, Ryback sounded like a robot. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, okay, so we know that Dolph Ziggler's number one. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that, Jay? Do you like knowing who maybe a number one or a number Ooh. 30 is, or do you, or you prefer not knowing? To me, I prefer not knowing since you no know, Royal Rumble is you no know, full of surprise entrance and all of that. So I think surprise I think surprises are um, better for the Royal Rumble. Okay. All right, Bill. Uh, unless you have anything else pre-match, I think we should get right to the Rumble match. Um. No, I don't. Well, I mean, Dolph cut a promo in the ring, but that's really it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that. Let's get into the 2013 Royal Rumble. Entries 1 through 5. 1, Dolph Ziggler. 2, Chris Jericho. 3, Cody Rhodes. 4, Kofi Kingston. And 5, Santino Morella. And I have, during this segment, eliminated Santino Morella. (laughs) Bill, what do you have in your notes to start things off? Well, what I had... and And I wonder if, Jim, you noticed this in particular... When Dolph is in the ring, and then when Jericho is in, there's a referee in the ring before the match. No, I didn't notice that. You didn't? No. And I was so confused because, as, as long as I can remember, I've never seen a referee in the ring before the Royal Rumble match. Because mm-hmm. it's always like the ring announcer and that's it. No, that's really weird. By the way, we forgot to mention, what are the intervals? Oh, they are every 90 seconds, so we will be going for seven and a half minutes. Okay. And your announcers are JBL, Jerry Lawler, and Michael Cole. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I got plenty of notes on them. No, oh, man- yeah. <laughs> no managers are allowed. And my first note here was Jericho was a surprise, apparently. Yeah. And then he got a You Still Got It chant, and I was really confused because, in my memory, he hasn't been gone for that long during this period. And I talked to someone else who was watching during this period, and he's like, yeah, he was on WrestleMania the year before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, if that's the case, then that's less than a year. This was a very unnecessary You Still Got It chant, in my opinion. And his reply was... I never lost it, baby! <laughs> that was funny. I love that. <laughs> uh, Jay, what do you have for this segment? Let's have you chime in here. Alright. Well, first, uh, well, the Jericho entrance, the light bright Jericho. <laughs> and um, Ziggler saying, no, no, no. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> and uh, the, the other one I have is uh, the... No, uh, many times that Dolph Ziggler hanged on to the ropes throughout the match. I don't know how many times he hung on to the ropes. Uh, I thought it was a lot. Definitely. And, and um, the Santino Morella entrance. Um, and then uh, how he threw like the other four uh, over the top rope. And, <clears throat> <laughs> and, um, and he took out the Cobra out. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny as well. Uh, see, he I'm, gets eliminated. Yeah. Well, definitely opposite with you on the Cobra. My note says I hate the fucking Cobra. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote down, it's Jim's favorite. And there oh goes my Jim's God. pick. <laughs> uh, 
I also also wrote here JBL. Well, actually, what's funny, Cody, when he came out, my my original thing that I wrote was The Elite. Just because, uh, I don't know, I guess I was in, I'm excited about the possibility they're going to have a wrestling promotion this year. Um, Okay, now, what I had, I wanted to bring this up, because this is throughout the match. Michael Cole references, or allegedly references, different wrestlers who have been in the Royal Rumble match. Yes! Oh, I hate that. Oh now, I had God. to cut some of them, you know, cut it down so I could fit it in the notes. <laughs> but I want to go through the first two, because that's Please. what we have in okay. the time frame. So the first one is Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels says that you will see strange alliances during the Royal Rumble. I remember hearing that, and I was like, I don't think Sean said that. No. Nah, I don't think so either. And then, <laughs> Where did he get the... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he references Bret Hart. Bret Hart said that each entrant changes the complexity of the match. I don't remember Brett saying that either. I, and also, uh, for some reason, I think that... Are you sure that that was that early? Because I have a Brett note later on. That yeah. unless he said two, unless he said two Brett lines, which would not surprise me. He may have match. said two Brett lines. I don't know. And I also, <laughs> I also have JBL to Cody. The mustache is back. Okay, oh. glad you're excited about that JBL. <laughs> wow. Uh, I miss the old Kofi Kingston. He used to be awesome. Um, before pre New Day. And, I mean, that's pretty much all I have on my notes. Uh, Bill, do you have any other things on your notes? Uh, all, all I had, really, was how I hated this version of Cody's theme of Smoke and Mirrors. Is it the slower version? No, not the slower one. It's more of, like, like a little high pitch. Okay. Whereas... No, the slow one is good. The slow one is good. But I do... Ref- I prefer the original one, where it's it's so different. It's like... Oh! You're only spoken mirror. Oh! Listen to you hit those high notes. <laughs> I know. I've been having so much water today, but... Is that what makes you hit high notes? Maybe. Having water? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what, uh, Jay, what is your preference of Cody Rhodes' theme song? Oh, man. Uh, probably the one that Bill likes. Okay. All right. Uh, by the way, we as mentioned, or not mentioned earlier, uh, but we will be talking a little bit about the rest of the card a little bit later in this match. Bill, how is our clock doing over there? We have a minute and ten seconds. Okay, so I want to talk about this Jericho being a surprise situation, because do you think, I'm trying to think of the best way to ask you this, do you think that it was good, do you think it was good for him to come out so early instead of the surprise being later, and him come out later? Probably would have been better if he came out later. Do you think like mid match or like he's number twenty nine slash thirty? Uh, maybe at the end. Okay. What about you, Jay? What do you think? Hmm. Kind of. I'm kind of in between, but I'm leaning towards uh probably the thirtieth spot. Okay. Right. What was Jericho doing at this time that he was gone? Just with his band Fozzy, which I can't even name one song. Alright, and that's our timer. So now we go to 6 through 10. 6 is Drew McIntyre. 7, Titus O'Neil. 8, Goldust. 9, David Otunga. And 10, Heath Slater. And I have, during, during this segment, eliminated is Drew McIntyre. And we'll start off with Jay on this one. Jay, what do you have? Uh, let's see. I have here on my notes uh, the one where JBL uh, 
what says on Drew McIntyre's entrance, I think he said, like, does it matter? Yeah, Drew McIntyre came out. And uh, the only, only one I have on here is Wash Rags with Titus O'Neil. Yes. I would like one of you to explain this to me. So, yeah, I have... First off, I have a, a quote here from some. I'm going to assume it's JBL because he pissed he pissed me off the entire match. He says, "Here comes your wash rag king," and then I said, "Gross! What does that even mean in a clean context? In a dirty context, it sounds like he jizzed on a rag and he wipes it on the king." I am going to Urban Dictionary right now. In a clean context, the best case scenario that that is to me is that he rubs himself against Jerry Lawler as to get his sweat off as a wash rag. There's no non real non-dirty way that I took that sentence. How could you not take it in a dirty way? I don't know, because then he says, if Titus O'Neil wins the Royal Rumble match, he can buy a bunch of wash rags. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, uh, do you have your Urban Dictionary definition, Bill? This, well, I got wash ragging, but that's not even going to be close to what it is. Well, let's hear it, because maybe that's the, you know, how people run and then they were running. Oh, Maybe no. it's not such a oh, no. no okay. It's not even going to be close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Go ahead. Wash ragging. When you have a threesome or group sex where the girl is getting it in all holes. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to wipe her vagina or butthole before you insert your dick. That's oh. what Jerry Lawler was doing? <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> I don't I don't want to think that's it. I really don't. All right. Uh Jay, what else do you have for this section? <laughs> um I have a another uh JBL uh, quote. Oh, no. <laughs> I know this is going to be terrible. I think the one where he says that like 3 out of 3 out of 30, I think uh Somebody help me out here. When it says Heath mother, Heath mother said that. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like a ten percent chance of winning. Ten percent winning. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so wait, so explain the quote again, because I don't, I don't understand it. Uh, Bill, you said you have it apparently, okay. or you knew what he was, what Jay's talking about yeah, at least. Basically, what Jay was saying was that Heath Slater mom, Heath Slater's mom, told Heath that three MB combined has a 10% chance of winning the Royal Rumble. Each member somehow probably has a 3.5% chance of winning the Royal Rumble. It's too much math for me. It okay, is. It is. Exactly. <laughs> um, then we got the match that I never wanted to see, and I don't understand why people were all about this match. We saw Goldust fight Cody. I've never had any interest in this at all. Speak and, and for Goldust, if Goldust isn't touching himself or other men, I don't want that Goldust. I want mid-90s touching himself Goldust. This new one where he doesn't do anything except at the beginning do it, I don't want that. I want the Goldust that kisses Ahmed Johnson. That's what I want. Well... Uh, this is round two of more wrestlers with quotes, according to Michael Cole. You know what this is like? This is probably like, remember the old After Magazines? Uh-huh. Like, you know, like some of that stuff he probably didn't go to anyone for. He's exactly. less like, Red Hart said this regarding his match with Diesel. This is what that is, because I doubt Michael Cole went to any of these guys. But go ahead. All right. So, Harley Race said... Being in the Royal Rumble, you get in there and you go. Okay. All right. And Hacksaw Jim Duggan said, you got to get in the corner, protect yourself, move, and hit. Okay. 
This really sounds like this is all advice for a boxer. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Jay, do you think that these people really told Michael Hull this? No. You were, not one bit. <laughs> you're telling me you watched this show and you were like, mm, I don't know if that sounds right. Exactly. I mean, the bullshit meter is like going off the charts right now. We're not even halfway through this match. No, we were not. Um, so, did we? What is our final takeaway from Wash Rags? What did we decide? That's disgusting. <laughs> it's well, we yeah, we just we established it's disgusting. That's correct, Jay. <laughs> but did we establish a true meaning for it? No. No. <laughs> Bill, what does our clock say? Maybe this will be a time where we talk about the rest of the show. We have, if a, we have, minute, time. We have a minute and ten seconds. All right, now we'll just run out the clock. And just like I'm sure one of the old-time greats from the Royal Rumble would say, run out that clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're going to have many more yet to come. Well, I'll tell you what. Ne- the next section, we'll try to get get a little bit of the rest of the card um, done. Yeah. All right, guys, let's try that. Because it uh, really isn't yeah. that much of a card. No, it isn't. No. <laughs> um, so I forgot about David Utunga. I also have that note. Like, I don't know why. What? Is this – I feel like this is when they really started pushing that he's with Jennifer Hudson. Are they still together? That's no. my question. No, they're not. <laughs> You mean the happy couple split up? Yep. What? Yep. When? This year, or within this last year, I believe. Yeah, I think it was this year. Bill, how can we believe in love <laughs> if they pick it? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Uh, All right, and now we go to 11 through 15. 11 is Sheamus, 12, Tensai, 13, Brodus Clay, 14, Rey Mysterio, 15, Darren Young. And I have during this segment eliminated Titus, Otunga, Goldust, Brodus, and Tensai. And I also wrote that I forgot Tensai was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the rest of the card real quick. Let's oh. try to kill that off now. Okay. So we had a pre-show match where Antonio Cesaro successfully defended the United States title, uh, beating The Miz. Alberto Del Rio defeated The Big Show in a last-man-standing match to stay the World Heavyweight Champion. Daniel Bryan and Kane defeated Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow to stay the Tag Team Champions. And in the quote-unquote main event, The Rock defeated CM Punk to become the WWE Champion. I have a note for something that's actually outside this Rumble match. Uh, and I want to bring it up now. Because for anyone that knows me, and I don't know if I actually said this on this podcast, I used to be a huge fan of Bret Hart. I, you know, I was like a huge, big, big time fan, you know, probably one of my first favorite wrestlers when I was a kid. And then, like, yeah, to me, he became a sellout once he came on January 4th of 2010. That's how I should have known that uh, these 2010s for the WWE aren't going to be great. Um, he appears on this show. Yes. And he appears to say to Alberto Del Rio (laughs) that he's the Mexican Bret Hart. And I I wrote, fuck you, Bret Hart. (laughs) This is what you destroyed your legacy for? So you could say to Alberto Del Rio, you're the Mexican Bret Hart? Oh, but it gets better. Oh, see, I only took that one. I couldn't stand it anymore. Oh, because Alberto says that Bret Hart is the Canadian Alberto Del Rio. Oh my God. This is what you came out of retirement for, or you came out of, you came back for like, look, I was down with Bret Hart with his hall of fame thing in 2006, because I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool that he is not going to go to WrestleMania. He's literally just doing this for the hall of fame. Um, I was even good with his appearance on 
Vince McMahon appreciation night or whatever that was before the limo blow up or whatnot. Um, Cause I was like, all right, it fits. Cause he doesn't like Vince and it's not like he's come back for good and selling himself out. This is a sellout right here. Calling Alberto Del Rio, the Mexican bread heart. Get out of here. <laughs> Speaking of things I'm, I was tired of, I was tired of the fucking chest hits from Sheamus. That's enough. <laughs> all right, now I'm all wound up. Jay, why don't you take over and give give some notes here on your side? All right, I got a few notes uh, here. Uh, did Michael Cole really talk to Jake Roberts? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> because I don't remember Jake Roberts being at the 1998 Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I have and, if you, mm-hmm. if you don't. No, uh, go ahead. Yeah, the okay, <laughs> Robert said, when the ring fills up, it's dangerous and nowhere to hide. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I have another note here. What was Rey Mysterio wearing? Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> looked like he looked like he stole it from Diesel, Diesel attire and shrinked it. Ah. <laughs> this, and... is also, this is also the spot where we get Kofi Kingston's spot of the night mm-hmm. where oh, yes. he's he Tensai gets eliminated and then Kofi almost gets laid but jumps on Tensai and then Ten, Kofi runs up on the announce table and then I have a note here that Michael Cole makes a Star Trek reference uh, Kofi then takes JBL's chair or actually, JBL gave him the chair. And then we have to stop there because actually that goes on to the next section. So this is a to be continued uh, on the story of Kofi Kingston. Um, what do you have, Bill? We haven't gone to you yet. Uh, apparently, Tensai is a moose. He gets what? called a moose during this match. Really? Yes. <laughs> because, Jim, if you remember from our last episode... Big Show got called. Big Show got called an ape by Jerry right. Ross. Here, he got fly today. Right, okay, he got fly today. Here, Tensai <laughs> is called a moose. Not to be confused with female wrestler moose. Right, exactly. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, and then when uh, Michael Cole's introducing Brodus Clay, I wrote, "His name is on the shirt." Because it takes Michael Cole forever to introduce Brodus Clay. And I'm like, his name is on the shirt. Just say the name. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, like, I, you know, the one thing that came clear to me at this point in the Rumble is, like, I cannot stand the announced team. I was so fucking... Not at all. <laughs> and, and, like, I, I, me and my friend used to have, like, this fun thing that, like, we would try to do well. He did it more of the JBL impression. Like he'd be, he'd be like, like he, basically what we felt like we heard that JBL said. Like it's like if Derek Jeter had sex with Muhammad Ali, and they had one big orgy on the A Team show, Michael. <laughs> The next Mrs. Layfield. <laughs> basically, any sports... I'm not a big sports person at all. Right. So it basically turned into anyone that, I, that we knew that was in sports would get ranged into this, because that's all we hear from JBL. Oh, and, and we get into... Uh, I think it's in this next segment, a big argument with JBL about sports. And a, a I don't quote... I know I couldn't stand it. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> god, Michael. I just, maybe that's what I should do at one point. Maybe not this episode, but like, just do a segment where I'm just JBL. Oh god! Just <laughs> after I say everyone that was eliminated, and you start going, Michael. It's like if Mike Tyson was in the bathtub with. I, I ran out of sports references. I can't think of <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go 
to 16 through 20. 16 is Bo Dallas. 17, The Godfather. 18, Wade Barrett. 19, John Cena. And 20, Damian Sandow. And I have joined the segment eliminated Young Kingston, Godfather, Slater, Rhodes, and Mysterio. And this is where we'll get our thrilling conclusion of Kofi Kingston jumping on a chair. Yay! Get back into into the ring. And spoiler alert for everyone, he makes it back. Um, I also have down, Bill, that it's it's time for the home meter. <laughs> uh, those were some fine-looking hoes there. But there were only two of them. I know, I know. That yeah, attitude... Well, I'm saying that attitude era money's running out is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, the the four in New York probably cannot be topped. But I thought there was more than four. I thought there was like six or eight. Oh, you I don't remember. Right. You might be right. That's what I'm saying. It's a big downgrade. They can only get two of them. I wrote down, did JBL give Kofi money for the uh, for the chair spot? Did he? That, that's what I'm wondering. I wonder if he did. Jay, what do you think? Did he give him money? Probably did. Jay, what do you have for this segment? Uh, only note I got here is Godfather's entrance lasted more than he was at the Rumble. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a standard for him. Like, if we, as we continue to go through these Royal Rumble matches, it wouldn't surprise me if every time the Godfather comes in, he didn't last long in 2000. He didn't last long in 2001 either. No. Well, we didn't get to 2001 yet, so yeah. we don't. I, I can't vouch for that one, but <laughs> although I did uh, write that he wasn't upset when he got eliminated, he never is. He's like he's the just happiest happy. person ever eliminated. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you're saying, Bill, Royal Rumble 2000, better than this episode on the home meter? I would say yes, but. Okay. Comparing the two, I would say this one is going to be a very strong second place. So I don't, I don't know, you know, when we get to him again, you know, if anything or if anyone, any group, I should say, will not, will be able to knock at least second place. You know what? I think the funniest thing about the home meter is it really gets people into your psyche about maybe what your preference in women are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else do you have, uh, Jay? Oh, no, you don't have anything else, do you? Yeah, I don't have anything else, no. That's all right. Oh. I gotcha. No, go ahead, Bill. You sound excited. Okay, I got the the JBL quote of the night. For fuck's sake. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> when John Cena comes out, JBL says, there's no one on their feet. There's no one. I didn't catch that at all. Oh, my God. And yes. Then he's like, and then he's like, there's no one on their feet sitting. There's no one on their feet sitting. <laughs> I missed that completely. Yes. But you know what? But you know why I missed it completely? Because when Cena comes out, I was too focused on a very visible seen enough sign. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Bill, let's talk about NXT. Okay, I'm glad you did because they mention uh, during this part. Bo Dallas won a tournament to get in yes. to the Royal. Can, we, can you tell us the breakdown of the tournament? I, I can. Yes. Uh, this is from ProWrestlingHistory.com. So, the round one results: Bo Dallas defeated Luke Harper. Oliver Gray defeated Connor O'Brien. Or no, I'm sorry, Connor O'Brien beat Oliver Gray. Adrian Neville defeated Corey Graves. And Leo Kruger defeated Xavier Woods. The semifinals saw Kruger defeat Neville and Dallas beat O'Brien. And the final match, Bo Dallas defeated Leo Kruger. Do I know who Leo Kruger is? Yeah, he's Adam Rose. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Uh, I also have here a note that says... Stop saying Barrett made the IC title important. Just because you say it a lot doesn't make it true. <laughs> what else do you have, Bill? Uh, 
That's real. Well, my last note is I miss Sandow, but that's really it. So. Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you miss Aaron Rex? Eh, not as much. I give him credit though. Okay. I mean, I don't want to get too off topic, but it wasn't. It didn't, it didn't work for me either. But it was a out of the box kind of idea. Oh, it was. A and good I give him credit to give it a try. Yeah, it was a good effort. Yeah. Uh, so Jay, do you, have, do you have nothing else? I don't have anything else. We're drained, and because of the because of the hoe meter. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know because between the hoe meter and the bullshit meter, we're starting to really run ourselves out here. I guess Michael Cole is running out of people to fake um quote. Oh, at this got, point, we got one more. Well, he didn't have more? one for this segment. Well, no, not for this segment, but we do have one in the next segment. Um. Okay, now this is the part. Because we, we have a minute and a half sure. for the next set. This is where Michael Cole calls Chris Jericho a Royal Rumble GOAT. Which, for non-sports fans, GOAT means greatest of all time. By the way, I have, that's weird because I have it for the next set. Oh, okay, good. Okay, so at least we got the setup. So. The set, right, now you have to deliver the punchline. Yeah. Which will infuriate everyone. <laughs> because I was infuriated. Not I'm not insulting you. I'm insulting the announcers because I was infuriated by oh it. Oh my god. You know, I can we can we agree, Jim, and, and Jay, you can place your opinion on this as well. This might be the worst commentary for a Royal Rumble match I've ever heard. Definitely from the it's, ones we've done. It's it's top three for me. Because because even with the greatest Royal Rumble, which we reviewed not too long ago, at least there was some consistency in there. Yes. Even if it wasn't a lot, yeah. there was still consistency. This one is just all over the place. Right, and because it's a lot... And uh, I, again, I'm going to go back to, I think it goes, it goes to JBL. Because it, it, it's kind of like someone said in the back... It's, let's just let JBL do whatever he wants. <laughs> That's what it seems like, because uh, no other time... All right, we'll get to it. Eight, seven, six, five, four, Alright, there we go. Uh, entries 21 through 25. 21, Daniel Bryan. 22, Antonio Cesaro. 23, Great Khali. 24 Kane and 25 Zack Ryder. And I have during this segment eliminated Kali, Kane, and Brian. I noticed a Colt Cabana sign, yep, which I, I was excited about. Yep. Uh, I forgot that Cesaro comes out to Dean Malenko's kind of song, but they added words for some reason, and I don't like it. Uh, this is where I have the note Shut up about Bret Hart. <laughs> I'm just going to go through all my notes here because it's actually a lot of nothing which leads me to my next note is feels like lots of nothing happening <laughs> PETA mentioned question mark go rider stupid Kane Brian spot because I was never a fan of that team and here it is the setup which Bill's going to deliver are they arguing about goats? Right. Fuck this announced team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like I said towards the end of our last segment, in sports terms, goat means greatest of all time. JBL is like, why are you talking about goats, Bow? And, my, and Michael's like, well, you're a sports guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. I don't watch sports. <laughs> like, it, it, it just goes on for like three minutes yes Jay what are your thoughts oh about the JBL goat thing about anything that we're talking about oh, on the anything. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I thought JBL was drunk throughout the whole, oh, night, whole show <laughs> um, uh, I got a few notes here if Y'all want to... Yeah, please go ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, Kane in the worst attire I have ever seen. <laughs> uh, the fruit roll-up mask that he has on. <laughs> I thought that was terrible. 
And the what's with foreign heels represent America? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. And uh, oh yeah, the Kane and Debra segment. Yeah, I hated that too. I just never a fan of the, of the team. I I mean, I'm not a big fan of the whole. Yes stuff, although recently I was like, wait, I know that, I don't want to go too far into this, but they, I know that they at least turned him bad, which I was into, and then they immediately had him lose, and now I was uninterested. Mm -hmm. So, like, there is parts of Daniel Bryan that I definitely am interested in, they just can't seem to hold my attention with it. Bill, what do you have? Okay, well, I got one last quote from a former participant of the Royal Rumble. Who'd he talk to, Virgil? Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> okay, that's close. Randall out of left field. Hillbilly Jim said, The name says it all. The Royal Rumble. You hook me. What? Exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? I guess he's... I don't know. Bill, go to the Urban Dictionary. Let's see, see what the real meaning of this is. <laughs> you hook me. <laughs> yeah, see, there's probably a meaning there. All right. While you I'm, go to that. Yeah, go ahead. While I'm doing that, uh, I, oh, I have hook me up fat, but that's really it. All right. That's it? Still didn't come out? All right. Not nothing. Okay. JBL had, I, and, I, and I agree with Jay. JBL must have been drunk or something. Because he talks about Great Kali. I do not remember there being an angle with him and Natalia. And they're saying how Kali's going to be Bret Hart's nephew soon. And then JBL just blurts out that Great Kali and Natalia are an interspecies relationship. <laughs> this is why JBL does not announce in the late 2010s because there's no way any of this would fly in today's hypersensitive world. They would 100% be on top of him about any of this. And by the way, this is when, this must be, that might be the part where that made me write the shut up about Bret Hart line. (laughs) (laughs) Kali and Natalia are an interspecies relationship. You know what the sad thing is, though? When he said that, unlike you, I was like, oh, yeah, they did do something with that. I did remember that. That's what's sad. I don't think it went very far, though. I, I, so. don't, think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Uh, and then, like I said, I had Go Ryder because I was like, I think this is the time that I might have still liked Zack Ryder, but I wasn't that sure. Yeah. Because I don't know if this is fresh off his... Um, the YouTube show that he used to do. Right. I believe it is. Yeah, yeah. so I think I liked Ryder now, so I was like, oh, good, Zack Ryder, before you buried him, basically. Well, that's then, eventually what happened. And then I wrote down, and I'm, wow, I misspelled this. Remember, yes. remember Tout? Oh, oh remember Tout? It to be Remember Tout. <laughs> remember Tout. <laughs> remember I like Tout. <laughs> I like how me and Jay have to take a second. Wait, what? Uh, I remember Tao. <laughs> uh, so like I said, so far, this is the point where I'm like, I don't think the rumble, this rumble's terrible, no, it's not. But, but the announced team is definitely the worst that me and you, Bill, oh. have done since we started the show. Yeah. Which we're pretty early in, to be fair, so there's plenty of time for a worse announced team to come along. I don't know. That's going to be hard to beat. Well, to be fair, I haven't seen three Royal Rumbles that we have gone through, That's so I'm true. going to be blind. So. Actually, when you say it that way, do you go, when you're talking about announced teams, do you go in blind or do you go in deaf? Uh, blind or deaf? Maybe a little bit of both. Because it's like, with some of these, like... For me, I haven't seen a lot of these in a long time. And I might not remember all of the, you know, like, all the commentary and stuff. Whereas, with you, you've said that you've never seen three of them. Well, other than the 80s ones that we already did. Because remember, there were, like, two or three that I didn't see then. Right. 
So, I'll tell him I'm telling him everyone it right now. I didn't see 2016, 2017, and 2018 women's. All right, and this is our last group of five. 26, Randy Orton. 27, Jinder Mahal. 28, The Miz. 29, Sin Cara. And 30, Ryback. And we are making our way to the final four. So as always, we're just giving the eliminations before the final four. We have eliminated Ryder, Cesaro, Mahal, Barrett, Dallas, Sandow, uh, Sin Cara, Miz, Jericho, and Orton. And Jay, why don't you start us off with this one of the last segments here? All right. Uh, and remember, I, before the final four, Jay. Before the final four. Before the final four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have one note here, and it's it's about right back. Uh, I I wrote here Goldberg and Ultimate Warrior dressed in RVD attire. It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> when um, Randy Orton comes out. They say Orton needs to win this. Why does he need to win this? I have no idea. He's already established, so I don't know why either. <laughs> well, I thought maybe there's some storyline reason that I missed that, you know, like shades of Hulk Hogan saying, I'm going to go visit the troops in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Like he makes a promise to himself at some point. Bill, do you have any proof of a promise that Randy Orton made? Not really off the top of my head okay maybe, maybe he just said it to himself and michael cole heard him say it so he's like oh <laughs> randy Orton said that he's gonna he needs to win this <laughs> i have that miz and cesaro hate each other for some reason like because at one point isn't it that one of them gets eliminated yeah. or can recap that, Bill? I, I forgot what happened. Okay, so Cesaro got eliminated. And as he's going to the back, Miz comes out. And they continue fighting because they had that pre-show match earlier in the night. Oh, that's where that... Okay, that's where that... Oh, comes. okay, yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Barrett eliminates Dallas. Uh, and then after that, Barrett eliminates... Um, or Wait, hold no. on. No, I'm sorry. It's opposite, right? Dallas eliminates Barrett. Yeah. And then Barrett... Oh, my God. I'm so confused. Someone help. (laughs) Barrett Barrett eliminates Dallas. After Dallas eliminated Barrett. This is like a real Peter Piper pack the pickle pepper situation. Which which led to my note, British people are sore losers. Wow. I really... I kind of wish Jay was from the UK. Right <laughs> actually, Jay, I, actually, Jay, I don't really know if you... I, I, that could have been a fair question. I actually don't know where you're from, I don't believe. Where are you located? I'm in Dallas, Texas. Okay. You're nowhere near. Okay. Yeah, no. Actually, I should have known it because for them right now when we're recording, I believe they're like, it's in the middle of their night. Uh, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> I'd be surprised if you said, yeah, 3 a.m. works for me. <laughs> uh, Jay, do you have anything else before we get to the final four here? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Uh, Bill, do you have anything before we get to the final four? No. Okay. I also have so many RKOs we're going on. Yeah, you did a lot of RKOs. Yeah, they were. <laughs> All right, we're down to Ryback versus Ziggler versus Sheamus versus Cena. Sheamus eliminates Ziggler. Then we have Ryback versus Sheamus. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, I can't believe I did that. Hold on. I have Ryback versus Sheamus versus Ryback. <laughs> Hold on. So it's – oh, it's Cena. Ryback versus Sheamus versus Cena. Ryback eliminates Sheamus. Now we have Ryback versus Cena. Cena eliminates Ryback. I'm glad that Feed Me More is not a thing anymore. And Cena wins for twice in a lifetime. Do you guys have anything to say on the final four segment? And then we could talk about, um, I'm going to talk about some fan that I'm going to call out. All right. There's one point where JBL says that this is one Royal Rumble you're going to tell your grandkids about. 
And, <laughs> and I wrote, no, I won't. Well, when I was your age, little one. <laughs> I remember the time that JPO said that an Indian man and a white woman were an interspecies relationship. <laughs> And I remember the time that JVO and my, Michael Cole were talking about wash rings. <laughs> too young for that, laddie. Maybe when you're when you're older. And they also talked about goats. Yeah, they. Well, did, in the end, did they really? <laughs> it depends on who you want to defend on this one. Right. Uh, Joe, do you have any other notes before I get on to this, the aftermath here? Uh, no, I don't have any. All right, so after this match, so Cena wins, and he goes outside and shakes hands with someone with an anti-Cena shirt. (laughs) (laughs) The fan doesn't do shit. (laughs) I'm like, what a fake fan. Now, if it were me, like, as anyone that knows me knows I hate Triple H. Like, I, so let's say Triple H won. I was I was rich enough to get a front row seat at the Royal Rumble, because I'm sure that's probably a lot of money. Um, if he did that to me, I would have either, A, given him the middle finger, <laughs> he um, probably, like, pretended I was going to sleep, or more at the very least, I would have done a hand motion that was like I was shoveling something. <laughs> this fan did nothing. And I was like, this guy, for this moment, did not have any balls. <laughs> and I don't know why. You clearly were passionate enough that you bought an anti-Cena shirt. Hmm. I don't know if Bill would do this. I know I, w- I would, if, like I said, if it was Triple H, but Bill, I don't think you hate anyone as much as I don't like Triple H. No, I don't. So that's, so I guess that's a little tough. You are you, Jay? Do you have anyone that you're like, I can't stand whenever this guy's on? Uh, I have a few. <laughs> um, maybe, probably Jinder Mahal, maybe. Oh, <laughs> or Jinder. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Gender and uh, probably Del Rio. Okay. Um, all right, so now let's get to the aftermath. This is where we find out how did the winner of the Royal Rumble's journey to WrestleMania go, and did they get their title shot, yada, yada, yada. Bill, lead us all off. Right. Well, the following night on Raw, John Cena announced that he would challenge the reigning WWE champion, with his winning the Royal Rumble match. Of course, this would lead to the Elimination Chamber, where The Rock would defend the WWE title against CM Punk, to which The Rock won. Uh, John Cena was in a six-man tag match at that pay-per-view, with Ryback and Sheamus as his partners, losing to The Shield. Okay. So... Uh, The Rock would retain the title at Elimination Chamber, which would set up twice in a lifetime, and John Cena would go on to win the match, and making him an 11-time WWE Champion. Alright. I don't really have anything else to add, so we're probably going to start heading out now. Um, Jay, do you have any final thoughts before we start saying our goodbyes? Um, No, I don't have any. (laughs) All right, so let's do it this way. Jay, why don't you tell people if you have... See, I don't... Again, an open call is so weird because it's just... You answered it, and here you are. Do you have anything to promote? Do you do anything? Sure, uh, yeah. wise or YouTube or something? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BlackManRobin7. Okay, and like, what do you what do you do on there? Uh, mostly I tweet about the uh, WWE and uh, tweet and post about WWE and other promotions. And starting soon, I will be posting uh, reviews and stuff on my YouTube on my YouTube page uh, coming next year. Very good. 
All right. Uh, as for me, visit thatspodcasting.com. And, of course, That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram. And before we forget, don't, for, don't forget that we are also on Spotify now and iHeartRadio. In addition to uh, That Wrestling Show's feed and on thatspodcasting.com, there's a lot of places to listen to this 40-episode arc. Yes, there is. Oh, and the next episode is the numbers special, where we're going to look at the Royal Rumble 2019 statistics and then kind of use that as the guideline for the future of this epi- this uh, podcast. And then after that, it's episode number 13, where I'm going to bring in the biggest WWE apologist that I know, So, and let him be the unlucky one that gets number 13. Yeah. All right, Bill, let's head out of here. Well, actually, Jim... We're not going to head out quite yet. Okay. Because you and I, we have to go spin a wheel. That's right. I'm sorry. I forgot all about that. And now we are ready to spin the wheel again as we will pick our next series of Royal Rumbles to discuss. Right. And we're going to spin this four times. And I would like to remind people that these four spins technically there's actually eight spins because we're choosing we spin once and then we spin again and then we choose one of the two Mm -hmm. but out of all these spins whatever is decided is not the order yet right now we are going to uh we still need to talk about the order and what it's just not the order yet just that's what you got um okay Bill, you're going to go first. These first two are for you. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. All right, here we go. All right, there goes the wheel. And it lands on... Well, that's the first landing. It's 2005. 2005. Or... That was the Batista Cena, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Or... 1998. Oh... <laughs> I mean, I would like to stress to people, we are doing all of them. It's just the order. Yeah. Well, the first time we did the wheel, I said to you, if 98 had landed on my choice, I was going to go 98. I'm still going with that. So we're going to do 98. There it is. 98. I don't know if I remember stuff from 98, to be honest with you. I don't think at that point I was in, like, I was kind of still in WCW mode. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know I was, I knew I was transitioning in, like, February of March of that year. So yeah. it's going to be interesting because I don't remember much of it. All right, so here's me now. Here's the first choice. All right. And it will land on... 2012, everyone's favorite Royal Rumble. <laughs> Versus, watch, give me, give me some shit. <laughs> 2003, interesting, because I, I wasn't, I was watching, but I don't know if I remember too much in 2003. I'm going to go based on my, like, let's get rid of some of the later ones. I'm going to go with 2012. Okay. All right, Bill, you're up again here. Your first one is 2006. 2006. Booyaka. Booyaka. And it's going up against... 2001. Oh, jeez. Sally, you're really stressed about this one. (laughs) Well, I mean, 01, for many, they consider that the best Royal Rumble ever. And 06 is a really interesting story. Um, I'm I'm gonna go just because I'm gonna say I, I want to save 01 for later. Let's go with 06. All right. And now here's my or the last two. And we'll see what happens. 1996. Okay. Versus, interestingly enough, I haven't gotten one that I actually have not seen right. in all these spins. And it will remain that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's 1994. Oh. 
Wow, that's like, okay, so let's see. Out of the two, eh, let's go with, uh, let's go with 94, since we did 93 already. All right. All right, so let's give a recap here. Go ahead, let us know which ones we're doing, Bill. Okay, well, uh, the two that I selected were 1998 and 2006. The two Jim selected were 2012 and 1994. All right, Bill, why don't you tell people where they can find us? And once again, I want to reiterate that the four that were chosen, that is not the order. We will figure out the order. And also, we're on the build to episode number 13 with the biggest WWE apologist that I know. Um, and I'm kind of sad that it wasn't like a 2017 because it would have been great for him to be on one of those. Yeah. It would have. Whatever, okay. Um, so, but next, the next episode we have is actually the numbers special. Yes. Before episode 13. And Bill, why don't you tell people real quick what that's going to be about? Okay, so what we're going to do for the numbers episode. Jim and I, we are going to watch the video package. The one that WWE does every single year before the Royal Rumble. And they give us the numbers. So we're going to see if the numbers, that some of the numbers, not all of them. Because we're not going to talk about how many thousands of pounds have been in the ring. We're not going to do that. No, not at all. Um, but we're going to do like the most eliminations in one Royal Rumble match. Or who was in the shortest we're going to see if what they say is real, if it's the truth, or if they're just pulling our leg. Yeah, or if it's bullshit. Basically. Although some of them we won't be able to prove right away. Exactly. But eventually we will. It's so weird, Bill, because you know what a lot of it's going to rely on? Is how much of the greatest Royal Rumble was canon. Yeah. A lot of it relies on that. The shortest time... And the longest time relies on that, mm-hmm. at the very least. And also the so. eliminations in one rumble. That's going to also That's true. play a factor. That's true. But, uh, okay, you can find me at thatspodcasting.com. Bill, where can you? Where can they find you? And we'll be out on this 2013 Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill. Uh, you can check out my podcast, That Wrestling Show, which is up each and every Friday. Yeah. You can find it on iTunes, among many other places. Uh, If you have any questions or comments about this particular Royal Rumble we discussed or other Royal Rumbles we have done in the past, send an email. Eliminated3088 at gmail.com. That's Eliminated3088 at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and... The 2013 Royal Rumble has been eliminated.